This November 1st NBA Player Props edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by PricePix. Go to pricepix.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform from parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel. To celebrate, we're giving away a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie, Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie for all the details. Welcome everyone to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, November the 1st, currently 1238 on the East Coast. Here to get into our player props for the Wednesday night schedule. And joining me here, I got my guy here with me, of course, on the PropCast, not only for the NBA, but of course, also for the NFL. It's my guy, Crispy Cabin. Chris, what's going on, my man? How are you doing this Wednesday? What's up, you know? It's a busy time of the year, man. So uh, we're rocking and rolling, uh, sleeping less, watching more sports, got more TVs on throughout the house. But I'm not complaining, you know? If I, I, I've, I've waited for times like this. <laughs> I oh, love yeah. it, man. It's getting colder outside. The leaves are falling. Uh, you know, the bets are being placed. And uh, it's, it's fun, man. It's really, really fun. So uh, excited to be here. And uh, we got a big, big slate. So ready to jump into it with you for sure. Yeah, big schedule for the NBA here on Wednesday, as it usually is. Um, speaking of getting cold, yeah, it's it's getting cold down here in Texas. It's like around 40 to 45 degrees, something we're not used to. So uh, the two weeks of the winter that we do get here, it's uh, this week, and then we'll get like one week in December. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. Sports, the Equinox happened, I believe it was on Monday, if I'm not mistaken. We had all four major sports going on uh between hockey the nfl nba uh and the mlb so uh yeah like you mentioned busy times screens are on we're we're diving deep uh into these games trying to get, find some winners for our listeners so hopefully we can do that um this uh, on this episode at least for the nba propcast so um chris about each game or each team has about two uh, uh, three to four games under their belt and we've seen some guys that have stood out that maybe we possibly didn't think would stand out. Um, just a couple of guys that I want to discuss. I don't know if you have any guys that you have um, wanted to talk about here as well, but I think we saw shades of this guy last season where the Brooklyn Nets decided to give him some minutes. And that's been Cam, Tom- uh, Cam Thomas uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, 30 points a minimum in all three games thus far this season for the Brooklyn Nets. He's starting to get more minutes as well. Um, definitely a offensive spark that they do need a guy that can just absolutely fill up the basketball there's no question about that but i think he is either second or third uh leading score right now in the association i know again it's very very early on but um it looks like cam thomas is here to stay for the brooklyn nets and just be that uh scoring spark that they really do need because I mean, this team really doesn't have that, I guess, consistent score. I mean, it's I know it's a lot of role players. You talk about the Mikael Bridges of the world, Cam Johnson's when healthy, he's a spot up shooter. Ben Simmons, does not score, but he's been filling up the statue with the rebounds and assists thus far this season. So, I mean, if you're a Brooklyn Nets fan, 
I guess you're excited about Cam Thomas and what he's able to do. I think I just wanted him to see it do it more efficiently. And I think he's been doing that thus far this season for the Brooklyn Nets here. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on Cam Thomas? I mean, how could we not talk about Cam Thomas? You know, if I was looking at uh, looking into doing props for today's show and uh, <laughs> went through and I was just looking at Brooklyn's usage rate and Cam Thomas actually has higher usage rate right now than uh, than Kawhi Leonard. And Anthony Davis and, and, you know, a bunch of names on this list. Julius Randle, Tyrese Halliburton, DeJounte Murray. Like this dude, Carl Anthony Towns, this dude is out there. You know, he's confident. He's letting that thing fly. The books gave us a, a tad bit of a discount, you know, open the night when he opened up at 14 and a half. And they said, you know what? We're not letting people take all our money this year. Uh, game two was all the way up to 24 and a half. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> and he still finished with 30. So, yeah, man, you – I don't think it, you know, I don't think it'll stay, you know, when you when you think about his de- his, his lack of um, effort on the defensive end. I do think that, you know, Coach Vaughn wants to uh, have a, you know, better defensive lineup out there. But when you're missing in the services of Cam, Cam Johnson, which is primarily why he's out there, it makes perfect sense. Um, I think Mikel Bridges will, you know, pick up his usage as well and start to score the ball just a tad bit more. Um, but right now, let the guy ride, man. Shout out to Coach Vaughn for just giving him the opportunity. You know, he's definitely marveling in, you know, what he's getting, what he's been able to do. And uh, like you said, doing it efficiently as well. So, uh, yeah, Cam Thomas has made people money absolutely so far. Yeah, and I think on the same team, uh, the uh, prop that I've cashed in all three of their first games, Ben Simmons, he's been filling it up for a, a rebounds and assists as well. The books adjusted to, I think, opening night, it was at 12 and a half. I think now I want to say it's up to six, 17 and a half is what I checked this morning uh, for Ben Simmons. But um, I think he's been in double-digit rebounds in all three games for the Brooklyn Nets as well. Uh, he's getting the assists uh, for them as well. So um, I would like to see an uptick in minutes for him because this is a guy that can... That's if you're betting the double doubles, you're just getting burned by the hook on 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 the assist uh, thus far this season for him. But uh, Ben Simmons looks really good as well. I think another rookie that I think would be remiss not to mention for the Detroit Piston, the Thompson twin Asur. He's been really good, man. I mean, rebounding the basketball defensively, he looks really good for this Pistons team. And traditionally, we've seen the Pistons not really been a great defensive team, but he's bringing that presence. He's a great on-ball defender. He can rebound the basketball. Kind of a breath, a breath of fresh air for that Detroit Pistons team uh, thus far this season. I know they have offensive guys with guys like Cade Cunningham and and uh, Jaden Ivey, and the front court is loaded as well with Jalen Dern, another guy on this team that has been an absolute monster on the boards. I know he's dealing with a, a injury, may not be able to play here tonight, but he's been an absolute monster on the boards. I say a steward as well. So if you're a Pistons fan, I think you're definitely excited about what, what this team is definitely capable of doing, not on the offensive side, but definitely on the defense side of the basketball, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you gotta you gotta think that uh, you know, when Coach Monty Williams got fired last year after not being able to get the, you know, the Suns past the Denver Nuggets in the playoffs, and he took this this, this new lead role, uh, replacing Coach Dwayne Casey, that uh, you know, you just kind of felt like they were heading in the right direction. Not not, not any knock towards Dwayne Casey, but we know how good uh, you know, Monty can be, and you know how he can uh, you know, inspire his players to to just take that next level. And I think we um. You know, we we marvel in in what Detroit's been able to do so far, but a lot of it has been Cade returning. And yeah. then you also you just think about, like you said, Sir Thompson. This dude is cashing in a lot of different ways. You know, if I don't want to throw shade on him because he is scoring the ball, he is uh, you know rebounding the ball. His blocks have been there, but also his turnovers. <laughs> they come out at two and a half, and he has three in a, uh, in two games and uh, two in the other two games. So. 
definitely a lot of different ways to make money. He he seems a little sped up in the game, you know, when mm-hmm. he has the ball in his hands. Um, but offensively, you know, rebounding the ball, just being assertive, like he's very aggressive to be so young. Um, you gotta you gotta love it, especially if you're you know a Detroit Pistons fan. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, hundred percent agree. And there's a lot of talent on that Detroit Pistons team. Uh, anybody that stood out to you, Chris? At least you know over the first uh, couple games here. I think. Um, I mean, it's not going to surprise people a lot, but Luca. Yeah. <laughs> because, because I was I was kind of low on on uh, on Dallas this year, you know. And um, Luca's picked right back up where he left off. I, you know, he he struggled in the Abu Dhabi. Uh, you know, the, the the games that they played abroad because. He was dealing with an ankle injury, and I thought yeah. that that would kind of linger just a tad bit. He said, no, no, it won't. No, I'll go get yeah. 50. And, uh, you know, just continue to put this team on my back. Kyrie, good. No Kyrie, good. So, you know, just what Luca's been able to do has been absolutely amazing so far this season, just kind of carrying that team. I think he's um, probably going to be one of the the favorites, you know, in um, clutch play of the year because sure. the way I see Dallas – they still mm-hmm. gonna struggle defensively, so it's gonna be a lot of overtype games, mm-hmm. and uh, that just means Luca's gonna have the ball in his hands in the fourth quarter with less than five minutes left. So, um, yeah, I think you know potentially looking at Luca. I want to say it was plus a thousand last time I checked for clutch player of the year, but Luca could definitely be in that conversation. Yeah, I think that for Luca, it's I mean he's second favorite right now, like on the heels of uh, Nikola Jokic for MVP. Uh, three games into the season at four to one is Nikola Jokic. And then uh, Luca is at plus four twenty five. I'm trying to find the clutch player of the year award odds. Luca's nine to one in that category. Dame is at plus eight fifty. So, um, yeah, I think that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Like you mentioned, he played in the FIBA World Cup, uh, played well there. Um, they were in uh, Abu Dhabi to play some exhibition games there as well. So he's coming to shape. Uh, this season, I think, like traditionally, we've seen Luca get off the slow starts uh, at the beginning of the season, you know, because maybe he's coming a little heavier or maybe he hasn't been in the game shape. But uh, this season, it's been the complete opposite story for Luca, and he looks really, really good thus far this season to, for the Dallas Mavericks. And fortunately, you know, there's been, I think, two games where they could have easily lost, but they came from behind and won those games, uh, led by Luca, like you mentioned. So, yeah, definitely exciting to see uh, Luca playing really, really well, as usual, for the Dallas Mavericks, especially early on in the season. All right, uh, Chris, before we do get into our player props for this Wednesday night schedule, uh, let me tell everyone about prize picks. With the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, you want to get on LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo of three pointers made plus receptions for Travis Kelsey. Well, you can do that over on prize picks. If you want to play alongside some of prize picks, favorite players like rapper Meek Mill comedian, Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the promos tab um, of the app for prize picks. If you entries from some of the biggest names in prize picks community each week, that's really exciting. PrizePix even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For example, for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So go to pricepicks.com and make sure you use that promo code SGPN. Go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN 
for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com using promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by the MMA Gambling Podcast Contest. The MMA Gambling Podcast just launched their YouTube channel. In honor, we're giving away a MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MMA hoodie to submit your entry today. And make sure to subscribe to the MMA Gambling Podcast on YouTube. All right, Chris, let's get into our player props here for the Wednesday night schedule in the association. Why don't you lead us off, my man? So I got a sneaky one, you know. We're going to uh, the we're going up north to, diff- to actually going to a different country, you know. We're going to Toronto. Well, actually, no, we're not. We're going to we're going to Detroit. I'm looking okay. at the, the the target in the game between the Pistons and the um, and the Portland Trailblazers, and and this might be a sneaky one. Brogdon, Brogdon has been excellent, you know. I, I haven't really been paying attention to you know watching this team, but I you know been watching the highlights, going back, looking at different things. Brogdon over 17 and a half points, plus 105. Um, just a few hours before we did the show over on BetMGM. Uh, like I said, this dude's been excellent. He he uh, he has games of 21, 18, 18, and 20. So he's four for, four for four to the over on this prop. And what I like most is that he's the shot attempts are there. 15 shot attempts in every game, and he's averaging 17. Um, he feels like the best-kept secret because we know that this was supposed to be Scoot's team. And we also know that Jeremy Grant got paid enough to you know feed a, a, a whole country. Um, for a large amount of time, <laughs> although although I didn't expect great things from him. Um, and they also have Aiden as well. So to me, you know, it kind of felt like Brogdon wasn't going to have this big of a role. Maybe he's, uh, you know, maybe they're showcasing him because they're going to end up trading him, right? We don't know what's going to happen with him, but because they are in the rebuild phase. But um, Brogdon's been really good. You know, 29.4% usage rate, which is the highest on the team. And this dude's coming off the bench. So give me Brogdon to go over 17 and a half. I know Detroit has been really good defensively. I think that they slow down Aiden because they've done a really good job on, you know, opposing big men. And I'm not looking at too many guys outside of, uh, you know, Brogdon to be able to score the ball. We also know that they're without Anthony Simon. So that's even more pressure on Brogdon to be able to continue to score the ball. You know, so I love this number for Brogdon at 18 and a half. I probably play him up to 20 in this game. I had this one as well. This was the first play I wrote down on my list just because what you mentioned there, that Anthony Simons, when he did go down in the injury, I was like, who is going to step up for this team? And I looked at Malcolm Brogdon. I think it was that first game where he played 25-plus minutes for this um, uh, Portland Trailblazers team. Um, It was He played 23, and then the last three games, he was playing 31, 26, and 29. And like you mentioned, he's also getting a few goal attempts. Coming off of the bench last game against the Toronto um, Raptors, he had 21 field goal attempts. He's also getting the three-point attempts as well, averaging 17 shot attempts per game. And like you mentioned, averaging 19.3 points per game as well for the uh, for the uh, Portland Trailblazers. So I like that. I think I, I got this number at 16 and a half, a little bit of juice at minus one uh, minus 125. If you want to pair that with his assist, pl- uh, do a player combo of a points plus assist. For Malcolm Brogdon, I'm trying to find that number right now. That is sitting at 21 and a half. He's also averaging, uh, let's see here, five. I want to say it was five assists per game as well. Uh, four assists per game. Um, three out of four games, he's had at least five assists. One game, he only had one assist, which was against the Orlando Magic. But uh, yeah, I'm going to 100% agree with you here. I love the points prop here for Malcolm Brogdon as well. I think there's a note also that came across that he did sign with Clutch Sports. So maybe... 
we'll see him end up in a Lakers uniform um, for uh, maybe uh, when it comes to the trade deadline. Definitely an upgrade over Malcolm Brogdon. Um, all right, so agreement on the first one there. Um, Chris, let's go over to player prop number two, man. What do you got? All right, so let's uh, let's go now. Let's go. Let's actually go up north. You know, I like um, the the Toronto Raptors will be taking on the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. It'll be the yep. Bucks' first road game. Um, Bucks and the, the Raptors are coming off a stinker. They actually just lost um, as a what was it eight and a half point favorite to to, to, to give Portland. the Blazers their first one. Yeah. yeah, they get the Blazers their first one. So I like um, in this spot. I like Schroeder. I like Schroeder a lot in this spot. His assists are juiced at, at six and a half. Uh, best number I found was minus 140 on Barstool. But I think you alt this, right? I think you can take him at eight assists if you can get it on the book. Um, honestly, I think I'm going to put a tad bit, you know, maybe a tenth of a unit, maybe a fifteenth of a unit on his 10 assists as well. Um, Shorter's just been the man. Like, he, he, I didn't know that there was, like, a pre-existing relationship between him and the coach that's there. And we know Shorter to be, you know, backup point guard. He split minutes last year, of course, with D'Angelo Russell. But it, this season, you know, in, in the 34 minutes that he's averaging a game, eight assists, 10 assists, 10 assists, seven assists. And I also think if you just go back and check out who those opponents were, those are all slow-paced teams, you know. So I think yep. the Bucks will play a lot faster, of course. Uh, we know they like to get out and run as much as they possibly can. And, um, yeah, I think this is an easy one if Shoulder's going to get, you know, 34, 35 minutes. We also know that the Bucs aren't the greatest defensive team. So I really like Schroeder a lot today. You know, the base number, like I said, is 6.5 minus 140. But I wouldn't put a full unit on this one. I would go lighter and then just kind of, you know, divide the units up and, and definitely sprinkle on the 8 and plus in the 10 as well. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it, right? Ever since uh, FVV left this team for the uh, for my Houston Rockets, um, Schroeder has came in and filled in very nicely at that point guard position and averaging 8.8 assists per game um, thus far. And the minutes are there as well. When we talk about backing overs, you want to make sure that you're getting the minutes played for these uh, teams. Obviously, we can't predict blowouts because that's where you know props go to die when you're betting on overs, but he's averaging close to 34 minutes per game uh, thus far this season for the uh, Toronto um, for the Toronto Raptors. So yeah, definitely will can and will be behind this. And also, he's not a guy that turns over the ball over a lot either. Um, 8.8 assists per game. He's only averaging one and a half turnovers per game as well and not never in foul trouble either. He's only had one personal foul. Uh, in each of the four games that he has played in this season for the Toronto Raptors. Uh, all right, for my next player problem, we'll go over to that game between the Washington Wizards and the uh, Atlanta Hawks. I'm looking at DeAndre Hunter, uh, Hunter in this game. I'm looking at his over 15 and a half points. So thus far this season, he's averaging 16.8 points per game. Um, and this is the game tonight that has the highest total on board. It's not even close. And I think it's, again, number one, we talk about how bad this Wizards defense is uh, this season. I know we were, you and I were talking about that offline, but also DeAndre Hunter. I know he doesn't have, he's not getting the shot attempts, but he's, he's very efficient from the floor. He's averaging 10 and a half attempts per game, um, but more about 50% of his um, shots are coming from the three-point line. Now you take a look at this Wizards team, um, that is the worst uh, defending team against that three ball. Um, I'm trying to pull up the exact numbers here, but I know they're giving up. Uh, let's see here. 19 and a half three point shots made per game to the opposition through the first, what three games that they have played this season. Um, 
Yeah, so 19.3 points, uh, 19.3 three-pointers made per game they're allowing. They're also giving up the attempts as well. Teams are chunking it up. So just to put this in context here, Chris, the Wizards are allowing opponents to jack up 47.7 threes per game. The second worst team in allowing attempts is the Memphis Grizzlies at 40 and a half. So they're giving up almost seven or at 7.2 more attempts from three point land uh, are the Wizards uh, defense. And they're also allowing opponents to shoot 40.6%. So when I talk about DeAndre Hunter, like I mentioned, 50% of his shot attempts are coming from the three point line. So if you want to either take his uh, re, uh, sorry, his three point prop as well, I don't hate that. That number is at, let me see here. That's at minus, uh, sorry, at uh, one and a half minus 130. But I think, that, again, with DeAndre Hunter, he's a guy that can also knock down that mid range jump shot as well. So I think a lot of the focus, uh, this should be, I don't know if it will be on Trey Young tonight and DeJounte Murray. I think that opens up opportunities for guys like DeAndre Hunter. And I think, again, the pace will be up in this game as well. Defense is a huge question mark for this um, Wizards team. So DeAndre Hunter over 15 and a half points for me here, Chris. Yeah, um, you know, if I couldn't talk you off of um, anybody on this on, on the Atlanta Hawks to, you know, to potentially go over their points prop um, against this defense. You, I mean, you mentioned how bad it was, but, you know, you the one thing you didn't mention, you know, was you talked about the three-point attempts. Um, the three-point makes, they're making, they're allowing teams to make 19.3, like you said. <laughs> yeah. the, the, next, the next on the list is not even 17. So, like, yeah. the Grizzlies defense is bad, but it's not, like, no, like, this is a really, really poor defense. And we're also talking about Daniel Gaffin not being there, which is less rim protection. They don't have guards that can really defend outside of Bilal. Yeah. Um, and he's coming off the bench, of course. Um, mm-hmm. So what that does is your point guard breaks the defense down. They get into the side of the paint. We know Trey Young and DeJounte Murray are willing passers. They mm-hmm. just kick it out. Sadiq yeah. Bay, Bogdanovich, Hunter. So, yeah, this this is a no-brainer. <laughs> you know, if I like it, I like it a lot. All right, before we get into our next round of player props here, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting analytics platform for player props, parlays, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with circle stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot, and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Today, start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. And with DraftKings parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger basketball wins. String together multiple bets for the same game or build your parlay across multiple games for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5 only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-08-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, 
Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts, Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana. 20 years or older age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 days after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.slash. Basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restriction terms and responsible gaming resources. All right, Chris, let's get into our third round of player props here, my man. What do we got? Let's stay, as a matter of fact, let's stay in the same game, you know. I like okay. um, you, you, you're talking about Atlanta. You're talking about Washington. Um, I talked about Daniel Gaffer popping up on injury. Well, not popping up on injury report. He missed the last game. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked offline about how bad that defensive rating is, even with him on the floor. But it gets worse without him on the floor. Um and a lot of it is because they lack rebounding, right? So rattle, rattle the at, numbers, Chris. You have the numbers. Rattle the numbers. So it's one fifteen with uh, with the defensive rating was a one fifteen, which is terrible. With uh, Gafford on the floor this season, without Gafford on the floor because he missed the last game, it was one twenty. So I mean, pretty much can't get any worse. Um, <laughs> for that reason, you you look at uh, you know Jordan Poole chucking up shots and. Uh, some of those other guys, they just don't have a lot of talented guys as far as being able to score the ball outside of Jordan Poole and, and Kyle Kuzma. You know, granted, Tyus Jones is a really great point guard and can mm-hmm. find others, but they got to actually make, be able to make the shot. So um, I say all that to say I like Clint Capella in the bounce back spot. His double-double, okay. you know, is plus 110 on FanDuel. I was shopping around for this. I saw a minus 115. I'm like, let me see if I can find that better. So Clint Capella actually has three double-doubles. He started the season off with three double-doubles in a row before he missed one last game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, which we know they're a much bigger de- defensive team. You got Rudy Gobert right. down there. You got Anthony Edwards who can rebound the ball really well. Crockney Towns is an okay rebounder. Nas Reed and those guys. So um, he didn't get it last game, but he has at least 12 rebounds in three of the four games outside of the game that he missed it in. And he's attempted at least 10 shots, shot attempts as well. We already talked about, you know, the Atlanta guards being able to get in the paint and kind of break down the defense. A couple lobs to Capella, a couple offensive rebounds, putbacks. Um, so I like this spot as well. You look at Washington, they're allowing the seventh most rebounds to the center position, and they're allowing the sixth most rebounds overall. Um, and uh, they, they gave up one to Zaria Williams, one, uh, had a, actually had a double-double on Saturday versus this defense. So give me Clint Capella. I love that I can get it at plus money, you know, so I took Clint Capella double-double at plus 110 on Fanduel. I think it was his, I would say his first or second season with the Atlanta Hawks where he was just an automatic double-doubles machine. I know last season that fell off because – you know, whatever was going on with the Atlanta Hawks with their front court and trying to figure out who's, you know, going to be getting the bulk of the minutes there because there was a log jam there, right? They drafted a, a, a Yeki Kongwu, I think, two seasons ago. You had John Collins in the mix there as well and trying to find a role for Clint Capella as well. But it just wasn't happening uh, for them at that point. But I think that Clint Capella, like you mentioned, is back. Uh, to being the Clint Capilla that we've seen that getting those automatic, you know, double doubles, at least the rebounding part of it. Um, and you mentioned, right, they have, Guys like, obviously, DeJounte Murray, Trey Young that can throw up the lobs to Clint Capella. Capella is also a guy that can get those offensive rebounds for you as well and, and, and you know, have the putback layups or dunks. If you go back to the first two games of this regular season, six of his 13 rebounds were offensive rebounds for Clint Capella. Um, and you mentioned, I think you nailed it when you talked about the Minnesota Timberwolves, that you had Rudy Gobert uh, among the tall trees to contend with for Capella, throwing Carl Anthony Towns there as well. Um, so I think this is a game, at least if, you know, Daff- Daniel Gafford looks like he is going to be missing this game, that Clint Capella should have success on the rebounds. I think the points will be there for him as well. Um, and again, taking the game away from the last game against Atlanta, he's getting double-digit shot attempts as well. 
So it's not like he's not really heavily involved in the offense, but when you're talking about a guy like Clint Capella on this Hawks team, that's getting at least 10 attempts in the first three games of the regular season. I think that kind of speaks volume. So I love that you're able to find that at plus money may not be there much longer. If he continues to, uh, you know, get these double doubles, but yeah, that, again, this is why it's a great reminder. You definitely got to shop around and find those best numbers, uh, especially if you're getting on double double props, because one book may have it at a minus price. The other ones you get at plus odds here, like we found with Clint Capella. So 100% agree on this one. All right. uh, For my next player prop, I'm going to go over to probably the worst game on the schedule. That's going to involve my Houston Rockets and the Charlotte Hornets. Um, I think it's something that I've been uh, betting against on Charlotte Hornets is betting on the opposing centers uh, for um, those centers that are going up against the Charlotte Hornets. I think that theme has also continued this season uh, for the Charlotte Hornets. So I'm looking at my guy, Shane Goon. I'm looking at his rebounds and assists to go over the number of 15 and a half right now, currently over on DraftKings. This is at minus 105 when I saw it earlier. I think it's up to minus 110 now, but start here with Shane Goon. Um, rebounding wise, He's averaging nine rebounds per game, 6.7 assists per game as well. But he's gone over this projection, I know, in just one game, which was against the San Antonio Spurs. But like I mentioned, this is more of a fade for me about the Charlotte Hornets front court. Um, And I know they have Mark Williams here now, uh, who I'm really high on this season. When you take a look, Isaiah Stewart this season, seven rebounds he grabbed. And that's contending with Jalen Duren. We talked about uh, on the NBA pod, who's been an absolute monster. 17 rebounds for Jalen Dern ar- alone in that game. We just talked about Clint Capella, who had 13 re- rebounds against the Charlotte Hornets. And I think it's also a theme, something similar to the Spurs, what Shangun was able to do against that team. I think that the Hornets are in that similar situation, um, like the Spurs, not really having that traditional big man. Again, I know I mentioned Mark Williams, but I think there's an opportunity for Shangun to really uh, have a big night on the boards. And you also take a look at the assist that uh, uh, Shane Goon has been able to get for the Houston Rockets. Uh, I'm trying to find his game log here real quick. Yeah, so all three games thus far this season for the Rockets, he's had at least six assists, and then the last two games, he's had seven assists each, uh, which was against the Spurs and then against the Golden State Warriors. He's also getting the minutes, averaging about 34 minutes per game, um, and like I mentioned, the rebounds are going to be there for him as well against his Hornets team. So, uh, Chris, I took my guy, Alperen and Shangun, over 15 and a half rebounds and assists combined. Yeah, that number seems really low. You know, I'm actually, I, I would, I don't think it'd be a bad look to throw his points in there as well. You know, if he, I mean, he's scoring the yeah. ball pretty well. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what that number is right now, but um, you mentioned it. The, the key words to me was Charlotte Hornets defense against big men, right? Like this has been, this has been really, really bad for people that's been paying attention. Um and, and like you said, I love Mark Williams. Uh, I think he's, you know, uh, elite defender. I'm not sure. Maybe I need to just tap in this a tad bit more to Charlotte games. I feel like maybe the guards are getting beat off the dribble when you got LaMelo and Terry Rosier out there trying to guard people, and then he ends up in a bad spot maybe because he does feel like a solid, you know, solid rim protector, uh, you know, guy that can block some shots and get some rebounds. But all that being said, Charlotte is allowing the most points. Two centers in the league, 26.93. And also, you just look at where they are in rebounds to centers. They're also allowing the fourth most rebounds to centers, 17.21 per game between you know centers combined uh, that they're mm-hmm. playing on a nightly basis. So um, no way I could talk to you over this one. You know, I think Singoon uh, points, rebounds, and assists could, can probably cash, but you probably can play this however you want to, and she'd be able to get some, you know, get some cash with, with Singoon for sure. 
I did see on DraftKings uh, PRA for Shangoon's at 31 and a half, but it's at minus 145 right now. Uh, so maybe if you're able to find a 32 and a half, uh, pay a little bit less vig on that player prop. Um, all right. So that was three each. Um, you have any more you want to throw out before we get off to, to best bets here, Chris? Uh, I know I talked about his talked about him already, you know, and, and probably just a, a small sprinkle. Um, Dennis Schroeder. Double double, you know. If I talked about the tennises, the double double is plus four seventy five. He already has two double doubles on the season so mm. far. Um, you look at this Bucks team. I talked about it just a tad bit. They're allowing the fourth most assist to point guards so far this season, and um, you know it, it makes sense. You got Damian Lillard out there trying to play defense, and you got Malik Beasley, who I'm not even sure is a starting shooting guard in his league out there also yeah. trying to play play defense. So I do expect a big game from Schroeder today. I know that they're dogs at the crib, and I know that they didn't win the last game. They got upset. So, I, you know, if he can if, – if those guys, the OG Ananobis and the, the Scotty Barnes of the Worlds and the Pascal Siakams can can knock down some shots, I do think that his double-double at pl- plus 425 um, is is pretty good odds, you know, before I get into to best bet. Yeah, I agree, man. Again, I think it'll be interesting to see which team did – dictates the pace here because we've seen uh, the Bucks traditionally like to play at a higher pace. Um, and also with now with Dame there uh, as well, of course, obviously, but you know, Toronto tr- traditionally has been under at least Nick nurse, not a team that like to push the pace a lot, um, get into their half court offense and sets that way. But, you know, we already talked about Dennis shooter at volumes about the opportunities that he's going to have, you know, with this Toronto Raptors team. So at plus four seventy five, where, He's been on the cusp of getting those double doubles again. This is the time where we got to attack these markets for the um, for the NBA because you know the uh, the books are really paying attention to you know college football, um, NFL, obviously. So I think this is a time we got to pounce on it. And again, like you mentioned, two of the four games thus far the season already double doubles for Dennis Schroeder. All right, Chris, let's lap, uh, wrap, lap it up. wrap it up strong here with our best bets uh, for this Wednesday night schedule. You want to lead us off with your best bet? Let's do it. So we're going back to, uh, matter of fact, we stand in that same game. So Bucks game, I like it a lot. I think there's a lot of value there. Um, I'm looking at Giannis. Over his rebound prop, 11 and a half is the number. Uh, this number, so Giannis is crazy to think that he's only averaging 10 rebounds a season so far. Mm-hmm. But this this kind of feels like a big breakout rebound type game for for Giannis. You you mentioned pace. I do think that Toronto would kind of dictate the pace in this game. They they dictated a lot of paces that they played in so far, just walking the ball up the floor. We know that they play at a snail's pace, um, and that's probably what's going to keep them in this game. You know, if you look at the the offensive firepower on both sides, and I mean it doesn't really stack up at all. So I do expect Toronto to try to play a slow brand of basketball which probably will lead to a bunch of missed shots. We know that Toronto is not scoring the ball really well at all, so I do expect them to miss a bunch of shots. Um, The Raptors, they're actually uh, allowing 52 rebounds per game, which is the second most in the league. Uh, And in the past few games, Aiden just just, just snagged 23. And in the the last game, Vucevic had 12. Gobert had a game, let's say the Timberwolves had a game where Rudy Gobert had 13, Carlton Towns had 10, and Anthony Edwards had 14, all in the same game. Yeah. And Embiid, in, in limited minutes, because he, he didn't play the fourth quarter in that last game, uh, had nine as well. So this number feels absolutely obtainable for 
for Giannis Antetokounmpo. We've seen him have, you know, 15, 16 rebounds, and I think this could be a spot where where Giannis gets on the glass and really cleans it up, you know. So give me Giannis over his 11 and a half rebounds. The best number I found was was minus 120, so it is a little bit juice. You could, I think you could also wait for this one to hit 12 and a half and also take it at plus money as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you're not going to be, you're not, I'm not, or you're not going to talk me off of a rebounding prop against the Raptors, and I'm not going to talk you off of one either because I think this was on Ski Show uh, when, like you mentioned, when the Blazers played the um, the Raptors. You know, we talked about DeAndre Aiden over on his uh, rebounding prop. That was at nine and a half, and he, like you mentioned, he finished with twenty three in the game. So, um, I don't think this game will uh, turn into a blowout. Uh, the Bucks are currently a five point favorite right now in this game, but again. You just take a look since the 2018 season um, for Giannis. He's averaging 13.2 rebounds per game against the Raptors last season. Um, I believe in yeah, two games um, that he played against the Raptors. He put up a triple-double in those games, including rebounds of 21 and 12. So uh, I think it's another opportunity for him to get those rebounds. And again, for the Bucks, I know they, have, they do have Brooke Lopez, but Lopez really not a traditional great rebounder. Um, Ever since he's came over to the Bucks, it's really been Giannis that's been the guy, you know, rebound on the basketball uh, for this team. So, yeah, I uh, love this from you as well. Uh, I'm also going to go over to a rebounding problem, go over to that uh, game between the Kings and the Warriors. And uh, I'm looking at some bonus, man, uh, to get on the boards here against the Warriors. His number's at 12 and a half um, in this game. And I don't think the, the Kings are going to win this game by any stretch, but he's had a lot of success rebounding the basketball against the Warriors. Um, so since he's joined the, um, since he's joined, I, I'm sorry, the Kings has the modest bonus against the golden state Warriors. I'll just read this off. So uh, 14 rebounds, 14 rebounds, 22 rebounds. And then last game earlier, I think this week um, he had 18 rebounds in that game against the Warriors. So um I know that uh, De'Aaron Fox is going to be missing this game, but I think the pace will still be higher in this game. Um, I think Malik Monk will fill that role really nicely. I know Davion Mitchell will be involved as well. But when we talk about boards for DeMontis Sabonis, um, averaging 15.8 per game uh, in the last five games against the Warriors and in the Kings uniform alone, uh, like I mentioned, he's gone over this number in all four games since the 2022 season last year, three games last season against the Warriors, uh, 14 rebounds, 14 rebounds, 22. And then, like I mentioned earlier this week uh, in that game between the Kings and the Warriors, he had 18 rebounds in that game. So um, I like Sabonis to clean up the boards again here. That number's at 12 and a half. That'll be my best bet. So a couple of rebounding props here for myself and Chris as far as um, our best bets here. So uh, Chris, best bet. Giannis over 11 and a half rebounds. I'm taking Sabonis over 12 and a half rebounds here tonight against the Golden State Warriors. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the PropCast uh, for the NBA. Shout out to everybody in the chat. I know you, Capper, our guy, you, Capper, joined us. Casey's in there as well. Appreciate y'all joining us. A lot of fun uh, chopping it up about the NBA and props and Sides, toads, and all that good stuff uh, with all of our friends of the network and, uh, of course, ours as well. Uh, Chris, anything else you want to mention before we get out of here, my friend? Nah, man. Just, uh, you know, find your spots because it's a lot to love tonight. A lot, a lot, a lot of stuff to love tonight. So definitely find your spots. You know, play everything. uh, Gamble responsibly, of course. And, uh, you know, check me out on Twitter or X at CrispyCap and 2Ps, 2Ns. I do a daily show as well. 5 yeah. p.m. Eastern time, uh, where myself and, you know, just the community, the the, the gambling space in the world 
just kind of come together and kind of share his best bets as well. So uh, definitely, you know, check that out if you guys are interested in that and available. Um, but, yeah, that's all I got. You know, best of luck to everybody tonight. And let's get some cash, man. Yeah, 5 p.m. Eastern every day with Chris. He goes through the card, gives his best bets. Uh, and like you mentioned, a lot of lot of contributors um, that come in and share their best as well. So make sure to follow Chris on X slash Twitter at crispy cap and that's two p's and two n's you can follow me on x that's at sports nerd 824 more importantly make sure to subscribe here to the nba gambling podcast feed we'll do our podcast shows live here um, on the youtube channel for the nba gambling podcast and hit that like button for us as well before you guys get out of here um and as well like i mentioned subscribe to the nba gambling podcast feed all right we'll be back on friday uh, for the NBA uh, propcast, uh, myself, Chris, and Rod are going to be doing the Thursday night football um, propcast later on, actually in a couple hours here. So um, stay tuned for that. That'll be live on the NFL Gambling Podcast feed. Um, and also, you can check our Twitters as well. I usually do our best to retweet. But also join us in that conversation as well. All right. Good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride.